Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Calvert Cheney, Terry DeHair, Joey Devine, Lucius Harris, A.C. Urkel. Sean Keen! Garrett Humming! Spencer Dunkley! Patreon! Laurent Cazole! Merci Laurent! Ned Brain! Thanks Ned! Suki Johnson! Thanks for all the Photoshop Suki! Musical guest, Quicksilver Messenger Service, and now the temporary host of the Roundball Rock Podcast, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Roundball Rock Podcast, and we are back with one of two episodes this week. Sean. What? Is my co-host. That's him. Yeah. He's a comedian. Yeah, that's right. He's that's a right. writer. He's uh-huh. Uncle Dad. I am Sean America's Keen. Uncle Dad. <laughs> Sean, how are you? Uh I'm not, I'm, I'm not bad. I'm doing okay. Did a did a show in Ronert Park, California today Ooh. at Sally Tomatoes. And I did not learn why it's called that. Oh, good. Right now, we're not sure if Rooster Teeth Feathers is going to open again. It is possibly under repairs, but uh, until Rooster Teeth Feathers returns, the funniest slash silliest Bay Area comedy venue name is Sally Tomatoes. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Yep. I asked if it was a kind of a tomato, 
Is it? Not not as far as I can tell. And their their restaurant is called the Heirloom Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a kind of tomato, but uh, no one really knew why it was called Sally Tomatoes. I also claimed that I had done a set earlier at uh, Bernice Asparagus. Um, anyway, it's a good venue, though. Check it out if you're in the Ropo. <laughs> oh, good don't show. say Ropo for Ronert Park. Well, my sister used to live there, and she would <laughs> call it the Ropo. We also <laughs> we also referred to uh, the Katati that rocks the body. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the only, yeah, I don't really have another one for uh, Sonoma County. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Next episode, uh, I will be performing in Santa Rosa next week. uh, So I'll I'll think of something good for Santa Rosa before then. I promise. Um, Great. Um, Real quick. uh, Um... Uh, some business off the top. Patreon.com slash Pod is where you can hear all of our weird extra bonus podcasts. We've got one about Jack Reacher. Sean has one where he talks specifically about businesses Shaq has. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't done Brook and Robin in a while. We're probably due for one of those. There's a ton of them. Um, but you can listen to those for just five bucks a mom slash Pod. Um... Yeah, we should have a Shack one coming. We'll have a book club one coming. Mm-hmm. We have three um, Reachers coming. Right, they come out the same day as this. Podcast. Oh yeah, and yeah. um, and we're we're still working on it, but we are going to have about about last night colon sexual perversity in Atherton. Great. Uh, the Steph Curry about last night. The Steph and Aisha Curry about mm-hmm. last night recap. Uh, download our. I'm uh, download. Um. Follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod. Email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Buy our t-shirts at uh, T our pub, Public store, which is in the uh, description of this episode. And, um, Sean, what we're going to do today is because our, our regular episode is uh, going to have nothing to do with the NBA or basketball at all, really. Let's it's going to be quite silly, yes. <laughs> um... We wanted to do an NBA episode, so let's just, uh, let's do some quick hitting news items, huh? Mm-hmm. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, what's our top story? Uh, our top story is it's Kyrie Irving week, baby. It sure is. It's like he heard all the podcasts talking about how the Celtics are good now and then decided, hey, I'm still here. Yeah. So I think we should go through the whole week. And I, I have this on the rundown out of order. So I think we need to start with the Nets game against the Sixers. It's a, it's a game Sixers fans have had circled on their calendar since the trade deadline, since mm-hmm. the big James Harden Ben Simmons trade. Mm-hmm. They've been saving up their batteries. They've been they've been making up chance. They've been putting their own urine in balloons, awaiting for the day when Ben Simmons would return and and not play for a different team in Philadelphia. 
Uh, it, it seems like both teams were worked up. Uh, James Harden had pouted his way out of Brooklyn. And that's that's fair, right? I'm not I'm not being the too James, mean Harden to James Harden pouted his way out of Brooklyn. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. <laughs> OK, and uh, both teams were geared up for it. And uh, how'd it go, Joey? Um, the Nets beat the ever living shit out of the Sixers. <laughs> how did how did James Harden play? Joey? Not uh, pretty much how he always plays in any big game, I would yeah. say, which is not well. <laughs> yeah, he was he was three of seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just after- like a full confer- a conference finals game, he shot three of seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Now I couldn't find the exact quote, but after the game, Kevin Durant basically said they asked about. How they stopped him. And he basically said, well, James Harden likes to shoot free throws, so we didn't let him do that. And then we know they're slow and they don't get back on defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's like kind of I mean, the, the Harden thing is like whatever. But that last part is very damning. I, feel I do like... want to talk about the narrative behind this game, though. <laughs> yes. That people yes. are talking about. So a lot of people were like. And by people, I mean water-carrying media members like Brian Windhorst <laughs> uh, were saying, like, yeah, that game just meant a lo- it was a fir- it was the first step. Katie and Kyrie, they've had their uh, upsetting homecomings before, and they really, really just wanted to win it for Ben, who uh, was Ben Simmons, who of course was not playing, and um, that is not what this what the game read to me as a person who watched it. I didn't really think they were winning it for Ben. I thought they were winning it because they hate James Harden. Now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, like how much do they like Ben Simmons at this point? Like, it's not like he's played. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> It's pretty ridiculous. It's uh, now one of the things that was funny was uh, Ben Ben Simmons got heckled on the way to the team bus. Ben he- Ben Simmons got heckled when he he dunked in warmups. Mm-hmm. He can warm up. He's mentally yeah, okay yeah. to to warm up. Uh, but the the booing did stop, and Kevin Durant, um, one of the one of the funnier people in the NBA, said it's hard for you to chant at Ben Simmons when you're losing by that much, and that's that's true. It is hard. To taunt your arch enemy Ben Simmons mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're down thirty, it's also like it's. Let's be honest. He's not a good enemy. Is the thing. But also, let's be honest about something. This is the most predictable thing in the world. Like, if you told if like if I told you, okay, so Sean, here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia is going to get really mad at one of their own players. Mm-hmm. The player is going to get himself traded out of town. Uh-huh. And the game that player comes back to town, they're all going to be frothing at the mouth to boo that person. Uh-huh. And then their own team is going to play so bad they boo them. Yeah, I mean, you're I, like, yeah, that happens in every sport. That happens all the time. I feel like, didn't that happen with J.D. Drew? Probably. Like, I mean, I don't, that sounds right. Sure. I feel like J.D. Drew just killed them when he came back. Um, I can't think of a specific Eagles example just because there's not as much, like, revenging. But I do feel like 
Carson Wentz is going to come back as the quarterback of the Washington Redskins and throw for like five touchdown passes in Philadelphia. And that'd be terrible the rest of the year. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But Um, they'll be like burning him in effigy outside. Uh, Yeah. Like, it's just, this is what happens to the people. That's what happens in this city. Yes, yes. Like, (laughs) like it's not. I, I wish I had, as it was happening, I was like, I should have bet five thousand dollars that I don't. Oh my have god! The, yeah, on the over for the Nets in this I mean, game. <laughs> if you, oh seriously, I mean, I was just thinking about like what's the history? It's like, well, the Phillies did win a World Series in two thousand eight, and then twenty five years before that, uh, the Sixers won the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the Flyers won in the seventies. The Broad Street. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The Eagles won. The Eagles won like two years ago, three years ago, whatever. Yeah, Carson Um, Wentz won a Super Bowl. No, No, he didn't. Carson Wentz did not. Nick Nick did, did, baby. So that's like that. Almost feels like Nick Foles' weird energy was responsible Uh for that, and that like transcended. Philly and like they had, but they hadn't turned on Carson Wentz. They still liked Carson yeah, Wentz. They he liked just got him hurt. better than uh, Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah, but now, uh, so anyway, um, yes, this was very predictable. It's like, it's just like a guy like gearing up to run at somebody and then just like slipping on a banana peel. That's mm-hmm. that's the Philly fans. The only one they've really like taken out is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's that's the guy they finally stuck it to, because mm-hmm. the entire city is on the naughty list. Yeah, it's like when Chicago, before they'd won uh, uh, the Cubs, before they won their World Series, the only thing they'd ever won against was disco. Right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the White Sox, though. I, oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I guess the Sox hadn't won in a really long time too, so. Um, all right. Uh so then You know what happens? I think though? What? This is what I'm gonna say. Tony LaRusa needs to coach the 76ers. That's that's the lesson. Uh back to Kyrie, Sean. Yes. And the NBA. We were like, this is gonna be an NBA episode. And, and then, then we we're like, about no, how about the Phillies? Um, Mike Schmidt. <laughs> um so what happened after to Kyrie after the Nets game? Sean? Okay, on Sunday it was the Battle of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nets were playing Bing the bong. Knicks. Bing <laughs> bong, baby. Cam Reddish, Julius Randle, uh-huh. Emmanuel quickly getting his minutes cut. You haven't, you haven't even <laughs> named the funniest one, the funniest member of the Knicks, Sean. Uh, Obi Toppin. No. Dunk champion Obi Toppin. No. Derrick Rose? Uh, no. <laughs> I I don't know. They're all very funny. Um, uh, no, there's one uh, with um. Let's just say he's uh he's you might associate with him with a team in Florida, um that you probably forget he's on the name. Um, Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier. Okay, is yeah, the yeah. Funniest current Nick. Look, he was he was great in that game. <laughs> Shot sure. nine of thirteen. I'm just saying he's no, the funniest he's, current Nick. It's he weird. A, he's a Nick. He has an absolutely <laughs> hilarious person because okay, the fundamental funniest thing about Evan Fournier is that he made a really big deal about uh 
Getting hair plugs? Getting hair plugs. And now <laughs> he basically has a shaved head. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, by the way, uh, you'll never guess this, Joey, but uh, the Knicks starters kind of got blown out in this mm-hmm. game. And then they put a bunch of young players in, and they got kind of close. Yeah, the, the guy yeah, with yeah. The, one of the best names in the league, Deuce McBride. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was plus 13. Um, God, is this guy's name Jericho Sims? It is Jericho yeah, Sims. Yeah, Jericho, Jericho Sims, Sims, dude. Uh, yeah, he also a rookie. He kicked ass in this game. No, the and- Knicks, once they get rid of Tibbs and find a coach who will play these young players, <laughs> will like- have an all-time names uh, team. Like Deuce McBride, Emmanuel Quickly, Jericho Sims. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Obi Toppin's a, yeah, a Obi weird Toppin. name. <laughs> Even Mitchell Robinson is kind of cool in its own way. Uh-huh. Actually, R.J. Barrett's a good name. That's not what I said. Uh, okay, bye. You have to you have to judge. You have to use the Canadian name conversion rate, and for that, like it's a cooler name than Andrew Wiggins or like Tristan Thompson. Sure, but I th- yeah. who's the best uh, J player of all time? Like Doctor J doesn't count, but like B J oh, oh, Armstrong, initial J's? yeah. C.J. McCollum, McCollum, is he ooh. the best one ever? T.J. McConnell, yeah. obviously an icon. <laughs> There's probably someone I'm not thinking of. P.J. Brown? Is P.J. Brown the PJ best? P.J. Brown is pretty good, but like... It's not, it's not a great name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, A.J. Guyton? Yeah. I don't know. Um, all right, you're, you're, you're right here. Um, <laughs> But, but, uh, sorry, but we're we're bearing the lead. Uh, Kevin Durant scored fifty three points mm-hmm. in this game, and he yeah. had nine assists. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's been a big week for uh, people scoring a lot of points. Scoring a lot. Um, also, Andre Drummond seems very very motivated and freed by this mm-hmm. trade, and it's kind of weird that the Nets just were finally like, you know, when we got rid of Jared Allen for James Harden, at some point maybe we could play a center. And it wouldn't be Blake Griffin. And it's it's worked out great for them, honestly. Yeah. Playing a center. Uh, but Kyrie Irving bought a ticket to that game, mm-hmm. Joey. Yeah. Uh, he bought a courtside seat. He because... was wearing an amazing jacket, by the way. Um, which is funny. I should say this is not the first time that I've, I listened. I've listened to Chris Herring's Nick's book, Blood in the Garden. And uh-huh. uh, at one point in that book, Pat Riley... Uh, suspends anthony mason and anthony mason but he sits in the 300 section <laughs> he does <laughs> and no with one, his people and, and everyone on the court everyone was going so nuts in the crowd like taking pictures and hanging out with anthony mason that all the players on the court had no idea what was going on and thought there was a fight going on in the stands the entire game <laughs> wow incredible <laughs> incredible stuff Anyway, Kyrie, because uh, he can't play. He can't play. He has to buy a ticket. Why he's allowed he play, to go John? as an un, uh, as an unvaccinated man. He's allowed to uh, go, but you he, he, he have to be vaccinated to be in a workplace in New York City, and he that is his workplace. Mm-hmm. So he went to the locker room on Sunday, and the Nets were fined $50,000 for this. Okay, so here's a couple of questions about mm-hmm. this. First off, who snitched on Kyrie? I mean, it, it uh, Shams, I think. He's the guy who tweeted it out. <laughs> but, like, who told Shams? <laughs> I mean, isn't Shams there? 
Like, what hasn't he been sitting? Like, I don't. Kevin Durant Sean's stared has him. Ever been to a basketball game? No, no, no. Kevin Durant stared him down on, <laughs> I, on at the I Sixers game. <laughs> I mean, we've seen him at summer league. It's he. You know, it's hard to see because he's he's five foot three. Mm-hmm. But he's a baller, according to a, a bunch of random people he's a on. True oh, he's a hooper. That's he's got true. a hezy pull up. He's not just a basketball player. Oh. <laughs> he's a hooper. Um, yeah, no, no. I think Shams was like in the tunnel, probably. Mm. Well, you know what? Because Shams he's, is a snitch. He's, I'm telling you, he is a snitch. There's got to be a clutch client. Yeah, I mean, actually, what you know what happened was Shams said he was uh, unhappy and he refused to stay in a courtside seat. Mm-hmm. And then he had uh, Rich Paul uh, move him to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he he sulked his way through. Uh, Shams Shams, I mean, I have to say, look, we're we're a little rough on these access journalists sometimes, sure. Joey. Yeah, yeah. And I will say this: we've had we've we've sometimes criticized. Chris Haynes for talking mm-hmm. about Italian salads. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski yeah, seems uh-huh. to hold a little bit of a grudge. Those guys almost always write coherent English sentences, mm-hmm. like people who are yeah. professional writers. Sometimes you read a Shams tweet, mm-hmm. and it's like he was dictating it while driving in a convertible. I see. I always think I'm like, was did he write this in hieroglyphics and then it was translated to Sumerian and then translated to English? It's just, it's like <laughs> phrasing that, that you never see like a human being do. Uh-huh. Uh, look, we, we, we all have our miss miss uh miss speaks miss mm-hmm. well see look at that <laughs> god damn it I'm wow find... dude whoa you got got baby dude i got I, i'm shams yeah <laughs> yeah uh here it is uh let's see where's the i'm trying to find this really bad looking uh tweet hold on Oh, anyway, here's one from the from that Nets game. A Philadelphia fan who has been yelling towards Nets Ben Simmons has been removed from his seat to exit the arena. Mm-hmm. That's not how a human <laughs> no. says a sentence. It is sort of how an algorithm might, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe he's a ro- anyway. how about How about this? Warriors say James Wiseman has been cleared to play in two Santa Cruz NBA G League games Thursday and Sunday mm-hmm. as part of return process. Yeah, I watched them both. Uh, oh, as part of return process. Oh, that's not great. It's just weird, just weird phrasing. Like, I do think, look, I don't want <laughs> because he's not my favorite, but I will say I do think if you're Sean, uh, you are limited by the count in tweets a lot and you have to make sure to get uh spelling of everyone's names right plus what agent gave it to you plus what podcast they're on mm-hmm. plus you know what i mean you have to get a lot of info in the 160 characters or 240 yes the 240 characters uh, now i will i will say this uh because we're talking about Kyrie week uh shams broke the story amazingly enough he broke some Kyrie related news much like he earlier uh there were sources 
Um, there's lots of times there are sources attributed to stories about Kyrie Irving where it's very clear that Kyrie just said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he did break the news that Kyrie now has the he hired the fir- the only uh, black female player agent oh, in the NBA. Cool. Good for Kyrie. It's his stepmom. It's his stepmom. Oh, OK. I mean, still, I mean, whatever. I, Kyrie, control I, your shit, man. Whatever. Kinda, I don't care. Kinda <laughs> feel, I mean, look, that's that's also how James Harden does business. Yeah, well, so. but you know what? I don't want to be a Nate Duncan about that. Like, because when you're as famous and as good at these these things is Kyrie and James Harden. Like who cares? You don't actually need an agent. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm just, I was funny that it was presented as, uh, Shams broke the story as it being, you know, yeah, right. A cultural thing. and did not mention, uh, that it was his stepmother. So, um, okay. Sorry. Uh, gosh, we got a little in the weeds. Okay. So, Kyrie, so they, the Nets were fined fifty thousand dollars because were fine. Kyrie went into the locker room at halftime. Uh huh. After and buying some, the court some five foot three snitch. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I think I think the Knicks should also be fined because I heard they let John McEnroe into the locker room Sunday at halftime as well. Well, he's um, vaccinated. I mean, yeah, but he shouldn't be allowed a. Uh, around children with how much he yells at profanities. Oh. Yeah, he is a Knicks fan, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, that that's a good point. Um now he's very popular in the Sandlerverse, however. Mm-hmm, he so. is. Well, you know what? We can't talk about the Sandlerverse. Nope. Right nope, we can't. Uh but Joey, who came out in support of Kyrie Irving? Oh, just exactly who I'm sure Kyrie Irving wants to. Uh JK I am sure Kyrie Irving hates the shit out of this dude. Ted Cruz, Sean, gave a speech today in defense of Kyrie Irving. Yes. And yes. the uh the Hold on, actually. Do you think Ted Cruz knows that the person who got fined fifty thousand dollars is a Chinese billionaire? Uh I don't know. Do you think he knows that Kyrie Irving is a Muslim? Uh no. But I just <laughs> anyway, here's what Ted Cruz had to say about Kyrie. Yeah, I mean, isn't his One best fi- friend also at his canter? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> One final example of just how asinine this is. The NBA just fined Kyrie Irving $50,000. Because their rules, the rules in New York City, here's how idiotic it is. Kyrie Irving could go to a game, could sit in the stands not being vaccinated, which he did. That was perfectly okay. But if he actually plays, that's not permissible. Because apparently, in addition to Diet Coke and peanuts, which we're told are magical cures for COVID, touching a basketball makes you a lethal threat. They find Kyrie Irving because he dared to go to the locker room. Mind you, he's sitting in the damn stands watching the game. He could go talk to the players at the game, which he did. But when he went to the locker room, $50,000. This is asinine, dishonest theater. Let Kyrie play. By the way, if Brooklyn won't let Kyrie play, I'm going to make a pitch to you directly. Kyrie, come to Houston, play for the Rockets. We'll let you play. It's a hell of a player. Uncle Drew's being benched by asinine Democratic theater. This is stupid. It's not health-related, it's not science-related, it's not medicine-related, it is political theater 
and it's time for it to end. It's very funny to me to be complaining about how something is political theater while you're doing political theater. Yes, yes. Also, what is he talking about with Diet Coke and peanuts? And I have no idea. That, that is like, I, like occasionally And I don't want to look it up. I'm not going to either, but it's, it's just funny because occasionally uh, you'll get this with politicians who are maybe like a little too online aware and you're like, wait, oh, I just like missed something that's been going on for a while like like i learned let's go brandon mm-hmm. pretty fast but this one's like that nah, it could be like a million things <laughs> and also like like could it be racist maybe i don't know mm-hmm. um but here's the thing like is kyrie irving the funniest possible nba player to become a a republican icon yes I think I think there's like I just I just want I it to keep going. One. I want Ted Cruz to start like sharing Kyrie's Instagram posts and just saying things like <laughs> We know that the Illuminati is keeping Kyrie Irving off the court in Brooklyn. That's why we need to embrace veganism. In a commune, because <laughs> Satan has a computer that is listing all the names of black people who are unvaccinated. It's <laughs> like all this madness. Uh, also, uh, do you think Ted Cruz has seen Uncle Drew, Joey? No! I want to know. I, that is the most, the craziest thing to me. Like, who told him, like, who that works for uh, Ted Cruz knows about uncle drew you know what i mean or did some, right. did somebody like look up a packet of like information about kyrie irving and well he so so at one point um ted cruz when he was running for president uh tried to basketball quote, ring he said basketball <laughs> ring he was talking about hoosiers and hickory high uh then he talked about the basketball ring so i mean that's confusing. He did play one-on-one against Jimmy Kimmel. Is that right? Yeah, he did. Um, and then, okay, so what I... I the he thing does would... go to Rockets games. We have seen him at Rockets games. I I'm will, sure he is. And I want to give Ted Cruz credit for anything, but he has been to a basketball game. Something I cannot say about Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is too busy eating ice cream. Um, okay, but what if he's just looking at the basketball reference nicknames? And so he's just like, and he doesn't really know. So Uncle Drew's first, but what if he's like, what if he's like, they gotta let ankle taker play. Come to Houston, world be flat. We'll let you go. And then like, when he's supporting Ennis Cantor, he's like, I just can't, can't call him Ennis Cantor. Ennis the menace. Come. Like, all of these are so weird. Or like, or like, I want to, I want to credit. Oh, that's hero from Houston, Texas. Our favorite, the Round Mamba, Eric Gordon. Oh wait, Splash Sean, Gordon, the Hobbit. You said, you said Eric Gordon's name. Hold on. Let's ride. Um, I just, I want that whole thing, like, as the great Michael Jordan, a.k.a. the Black Cat, said. (laughs) As you know, people say, 
I look like famous basketball player G Money Debo. <laughs> Those are Grayson Allen's nicknames. Debo. Who Debo. Debo. <laughs> like I guess I guess like he like likes to hurt people on purpose. <laughs> By the way, Alex Caruso finally returned from uh-huh. uh, his injury from Grayson Allen's assault, and uh, Joey. Uh, do you think he'd heard from Grayson Allen during no, this whole of time? Not. He did not. Did Grayson Allen say he called him yes, the next day? Yes, he, he did. did. Yes, he did. Grayson Allen, do you uh, hear? I have a theory on that. I think uh-huh. Grayson Allen thinks Alex Caruso. Um, oh, man, he's like, he's always, he's just, he shaved his head. Um, all right. Uh, the pride of Jacksonville, Florida. So many great things came out of so Jacksonville. Here's the funniest Stained, thing. Limp Biscuit, Grayson Here, Allen, here's Blake fu- Bortles. <laughs> here's the thing I want to ask you, Sean. So Kyrie Irving goes on to score 60 points right after this happens uh, against Orlando. Um, do you think Ted Cruz knows Kyrie Irving scored 60 points yet? Um, hmm. I think someone told him, yeah. Because he didn't tweet about it. He was only tweeting about how bad Rex Chapman was on TV. <laughs> wait, is, wait so, checking. so his enemy is... Yeah, the out outkick people um, are, like, all mad. They say that, like, Rex Chapman is a leftist and him being hired by CBS Sports is, like, go, uh, getting woke and going broke. So he was tweeting a lot about how Rex Chapman bombed on TV. I mean, tonight. I I love <laughs> I just love that Outkick's enemies right now are Rex Chapman and Tom Arnold. Those are the two people that Clay Travis is fighting with the most. Um that's amazing. <laughs> but so, yes, I think if he knew Kyrie Irving had scored 60 points, he would have said it. He would have tweeted. Like, uh-huh. Uh, hey, the, uh, the Orlando. Oh, you know what it was? He can't say it because he did it against the Orlando Magic. And that's the DeVos, the DeVos yeah. family. You can't you can't shame the Magic. He's <laughs> he's going to be like, they shouldn't have let Kyrie Irving play again. The Amway Arena, the great product Amway. You know, he he's he's it's too much. Not in the not in the house that Dwight Howard built. Which, by the way, I just want to say really. By quickly, which I mean the Daily Double D12 <laughs> Superman. If if Rex Chapman is a leftist, I don't know what we are, Sean. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like like you know how Antifa loves to just post faces of death videos on Twitter all the time? Capitalism, blocker charge. Like, like Rex Chapman is basically just like if George Takei's account combined with like uh, one of those like uh, with like uh, a Krasenstein. You know what yeah, I mean? And- those are his <laughs> politics. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like he's like a Brooklyn dad house of Hi- Brooklyn dad's house, house of, highlights. of highlights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, right. I want, I want, I want to see Rex Chapman's next post to be like, "Here's a video of me trying to make my daughter open a can of beans." <laughs> um. Uh. So okay. So Kyrie. Yeah. So we we got to Kyrie scoring sixty points. Um. Well, before we talk about yeah, the yeah. other sixty point game this yeah, week, yeah. Sean, we should mention. 
that this week we're sponsored by mybookie.ag. Um, oh, yeah. March is here, and the madness has officially become. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with MyBookie. Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie bracket contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued over at over $50,000, and, o- and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Um, sign up today with MyBookie and use promo code ROUNDBALL to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the MyBracket contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close March 17th at 12 p.m. So make sure you get your deposit in now with promo code ROUNDBALL to secure that free entry. And Sean, you know what else they have besides... The, the chance to win a doodle NFT. What's that? Uh, you can bet things there. Uh, they've got crazy prop bets, and I've got a good one for you this, okay, great, this great, week, great. Sean. Um, you can bet on the uh, AAA national gas price on July 4th. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over $6 <laughs> per gallon is minus $120. But How under can you bet that? <laughs> but under $6 <laughs> per gallon is also under Man, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm sorry, minus 120. Uh, okay. Under and over, you get minus 120. Look, I'm... $6 a gallon. I am so excited that you can bet on current events. Um, <laughs> Joey, you know what I'm betting? What are you betting? I'm betting the under. Yeah, I think you're correct. <laughs> I, uh, well, it depends God, they, what state you live in, I guess. I guess yeah, the, we're doing the average price, the right? The California over-under for, for July 4th is 7 a gallon. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's... It's troubling, Joey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you can bet on a lot of gasoline. Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> that is that is a rabbit hole. I am ready to go down, Sean, Joey. You know what else? You Betting can bet on, on gas prices? Hell yeah! You can okay. also bet on uh, uh, the next league to suspend a player for sports gambling. The cutoff Whoa. is March twentieth, twenty twenty two. So you NBA, gotta you got a week to get those. NBA in. is your clubhouse leader at plus one thirty. The NHL is plus two hundred. The MLB is plus two fifty. MLS plus five fifty, and the WNBA is plus six hundred dollars. Uh, plus six hundred. That's. So I gotta say. Uh huh. If it were me. Mm-hmm. I think you should bet the NHL on. This I think one. so too. <laughs> like it just—it's just wilder. Mm-hmm. It's well, honestly crazy they, that an NFL they player have a gambling an NHL gamble a clear gambling addict that they have not suspended for gambling yet. Yeah, they've suspended him for a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but he has. <laughs> but it was more for the for fake vaccine yet. card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, I would bet that Evander Kane is going to get suspended for, uh, gambling. Anyway. We'll talk to, we'll talk to my bookie about getting, uh, individual player props yeah, up there. Yeah, Cause I well, think this I is get a like growth a plus industry. Two million if it's Evander <laughs> Kane. <laughs> uh, anyway. What if Evander Kane bet that though? Could he oh, cover man. his missing salary? Oh, man. You know what? You know what? I, I don't think my bookie would allow it. I think they're such a legit site. They wouldn't even they wouldn't even take that action. 
Anyway, uh, once again, selections for the bracket officially begin March 13th and close March 17th, so make sure to get your deposit in now with promo code ROUNDBALL to secure that free entry. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, even gas prices with mybookie.h. All right, Sean. Um, we do need to talk about the other 60-point game. Yes. Uh, that happened on Monday night. Mm -hmm. It was one of your favorite players, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, this is actually kind of a sweet story. I didn't realize this part of it. Uh, he, he, he scored 60, uh, had a lot of rebounds, first center, to score 60 since Shaq did it 20 years ago. And he posted this on Instagram. Yesterday was two days to the date that my parents walked into the ER at JFK Medical Center in Edison, New Jersey, and were admitted with COVID-19. The same hospital that my mother gave me life, and tragically, the same hospital where I saw her life begin to slip away. Two years later, I walked into AT&T Center with the greatest guardian angel I could ever ask for and dropped 60 against the winningest coach of all time. I say this. I say this to say... No matter what life throws at you, you can come out of it stronger. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Miss you, Mama. This game, my life, is for you. Heart emotion, Angel. Very sweet. Uh, yes, except... I mean, like, look, I don't really feel like you need to involve Pop. Exactly. In his that big was week. Like, my, like, I understand this was a big night for you, Carl Anthony Towns, but this was just a normal regular season game for Greg Popovich. He wasn't well, it, really scheming against you. He wasn't playing like. Well, also, the Spurs are the the twelve. They're twenty six and forty. They're tanking. Not the that Spurs not are... that it isn't a special moment. Yes. I don't even think they're tanking that much. They're just not really that good. <laughs> They've been a little unlucky. Actually, they might be tanking. I just looked at their win, their their point differential. Mm -hmm. They're like almost dead even on the season, yeah. and they're twenty six and forty three. And then this is could be Carlisle esque here. Uh, um, um, but but a big game for Cat, and you know what? A big year for Cat. I I gotta say he's not really one of my favorites, but I I I'm very happy for him. Yeah, I mean yes. I do kind of want to know, like, never mind. Uh, I think he's a I think he's a cool player. That's the thing. Like, I like he's I don't a think cool he's player a... too, but I also think he's inherently a loser. But that has nothing to do with any of this, except that for the fact possible. that he was holding up a sixty point sign, like he was Wilt Chamberlain in the press and it conference. Was, it was very shoddy, and it's it like looked very shoddy. Well, but it was supposed to look shoddy. It's supposed to look like the Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, but it looked paper. worse than the the Wilt one. Is like written with a like a pen Marker, with some thickness sure. to it he he had like a very thin sheet of printer paper i mean that's less my problem and more like when you're like trying to be an all nba player this scoring 60 points shouldn't be that big a deal like it is a big deal but it's not like Yes, I'm like Wilt Chamberlain now. You know what I mean? Like, Sixties a lot. I'm. I mean, I was okay with that, but it. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It felt a lot like the Devin Booker seventy point mm -hmm. celebration. Although I believe, did the Suns not win that game when he scored seventy? They I lost, don't right? Remember, but I remember they kept fouling to get him to seventy. Yeah, I think they <laughs> lost. I think they lost the game. Yeah. Anyway, good for Cat, I guess, but also Kyrie scored 60 in, like, the weirdest scales of 
like I don't even know how to describe it, right? It's like he had to he had to answer Mr. He had Le- to stand Mr. up for yeah, the pro anti vax had to like <laughs> Look, he did he did his own research on that Orlando defense. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking it was a, weird. <laughs> he had a he had a pretty good game. Look, he was uh he had forty one at halftime. It could uh-huh. have been worse. He was fourteen of nineteen at halftime. He ended up finishing I guess he shot six of 12 in the second half. He didn't go for it that hard, but uh, mm-hmm. played 35 minutes, 64 and six with four steals. Uh, yeah. So, Sean, this led to a question. Our uh-huh. friend Julian Rodriguez, a guest from last week, asked me while uh-huh. Towns was doing this. Yes. And to me, it came up. It was a very interesting question, which okay. would Carl Anthony Towns be the funniest player possible? If he ha- got eighty-two ga- points in that game, like oh, if he broke Kobe's record by one, well, like, can I tell you this? It's not a record, so, so that's a, that's Laker I mean. propaganda I, no, right I am there. Not, sorry, I don't his mean mark, record, his but milestone. His mark, yes, yeah, like it's it's like the Twitter points record. You know mm. I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> um, it would also Carl be Anthony Towns is like inherently whack. Um, <laughs> I think so. I I do think there is still time for him to turn into the skid, sure, as yes, they say. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he's a lost cause in the same way he may have seemed before, mm-hmm. but it would be it's very funny. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone who's funnier for me personally, it would be like Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> but but that's because I think he's. I'm, I'm going to say this, Joey. Here we we need a hot take here. Mm-hmm. The most overrated player in the NBA. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, um, I was listening to a different podcast where two basketball experts were uh, confidently listing him as the 11th or 12th player, best player in the NBA. Were you listening to Bill Simmons? Sean? I was listening to Bill Simmons <laughs> and right. Ryan Rosillo. <laughs> Ryan with an E. And I just thought, have you? <laughs> like, he's not even the best player on the Jazz. You know how I feel about Rudy Gobert. Uh. <laughs> Rudy Gobert is better than Donovan Mitchell. Like, watch the Jazz play. It's not even It's not even an issue. Here's the problem, It's obvious though. who's the best player on that but team. But if it was Donovan Mitchell, Sean, like, the real Hooper heads like him. You know what I mean? Like, the Kobe right. stands are into Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. They, they love a... They love a a ball hogging. You know how he shot in his big game against the the Bucks. <laughs> he scored twenty nine on thirty two, ten of thirty two shooting. I, you know, I think the fun how is. was his defense in that game? Oh, he missed twelve three pointers, <laughs> and he's six feet tall. So I think you Jokic, can, and he also doesn't care about defense. I also think Jokic would be pretty funny. I think they'd be pretty mad about that if it were Jokic. Um, yeah, but like he's. He's too respected. It needs to be like. Here's the funniest guy. I've got it. I'm okay. getting there. It's Chris Middleton. That oh, would be the funniest guy to randomly score 82 people points. I hate that so much. <laughs> oh my God, would people hate that? There are, there are people. It's so funny how some people just loathe him. For some reason, Toronto Raptors fans in particular. Mm-hmm. Meet Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. and I don't really know why. I don't either. I mean, they played like one series against each other, but 
I don't I I honestly don't know where that comes from. But yeah, people hate him. Do you hate Chris Middleton? Call us on the phone and tell yeah, us yeah, why explain, at the number explain. in the description. Look, I'll tell you I'll tell you this. I don't share that opinion. I don't have a but I see it. You I know don't what I have mean? a single feeling about Chris Middleton. That's my thing. Uh <laughs> no, I can I can see it. I can like you know how I am with certain faces, English. Joey. Yeah, yeah. I need to apologize to once Jay again Baruchel? to Jay Baruchel, who I, I, I'm, I've tried, buddy. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, is there anything else we should cover before? Let's talk about Draymond coming back. That's the only other thing I think we need to talk about real quick. Well, I want to go around the league, actually. Uh, oh, let's I just go news. around the league. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, Sean, we haven't talked about what's been going on in the league in quite a while. <laughs> yeah, Maybe um, all season. <laughs> uh, what's going on on your end? What do you think? Uh, like, who's impressing you? <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go with the East first, mm-hmm. and a team that I I swear for some reason I just have not really seen this team that much. I realize this is disrespectful. To uh, Heat Nation, mm-hmm. to Chuck's the Heat, the mighty Chuck, yeah, uh, super fan. I don't really understand how the Heat are the number one team in the East. I really believe in the Heat. Don't get me wrong. Like I, you love I, Jimmy Butler. I do love Jimmy Butler. I love Kyle Lowry. Uh, big fan of T- PJ Tucker. Mm-hmm. I think Duncan Robinson remains one of the weirdest NBA stories that mm-hmm. exists. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, oh, and I love, I like for some reason now I'm pulling for Victor Oladipo, a player <laughs> I don't particularly care for. Oh, Victor Oladipo would be another funny 82 point score. Oh God, that right. would be funny. <laughs> and they just they have this group that's like. You didn't I don't even know. mention Bam, dude. Well, I didn't mention Bam. Well, I do like Bam. I don't like them all. Like, I, I really, I was really into their bubble run. I like their swag. I like how insane Heat culture is. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that Pat Riley's involved, but not really directly. Yeah, like so you, you can just enjoy this. Fr- <laughs> yeah, just this freak who's this in the background. He's super old now. He's still gelling his hair like Gordon Gecko and telling people he should have been in Tequila Sunrise. That's a real that's a real rumor. Um and then there's guys that like I don't really understand how they're getting giant contributions from Max Struess and Caleb Martin. And uh Omer Omer year 7. Uh-huh. Also, uh-huh. uh it's very funny that after everyone kind of just made fun of Markeith Morris, mm-hmm. uh, he ended up being out for like four months after yeah. Jokic hit him. Yeah. Although uh, my theory, my hot take, he actually got whiplash from faking. So Okay. All right. I <laughs> um, was trying to exaggerate the contact. We've all been there. Well, Sean, I can answer. Doing a little slip and fall. I okay. Can, I can answer. <laughs> Uh, I have the answer to all of your questions here. Yes. Uh, and the answer is just Eric Spolstra. He's the best coach in the league. He is like, the best coach in the league. What's going on here? There's a reason he got to the top 15 coaches of all time list where he joined uh, Doc Rivers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So that's a team that and, – and also – 
I feel like wildly confident about this team again that I haven't been watching that much mm-hmm. and it confuses me. And yet I like inherently believe that they're they're not the favorite because the Nets exist. But of teams that aren't weirdly in eighth place because of <laughs> having a totally, totally weird season, I think they're a better you have them playoff as the favorite in the East other than the Nets. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just think that, like, they don't mess around. They're so annoying to play. Mm-hmm. I agree with all of that. Um, but I only have one true contender in the East. Oh. Uh, and it's not even the Nets. Is it? Is it? Are is it the best player in the NBA? Giannis. Yes. Yeah. It's the Bucks. The Bucks <laughs> are the only team in the East. I'm like, that's a real team. The rest <laughs> of these teams are all weird freaks and losers. <laughs> like the Celtics, who like people are convinced now are like a real contender. I like the Celtics are cool, good story. Their defense uh-huh. is great, but they've also played like ten really bad teams in a row, and that's how their <laughs> defense got really good. I mean, I'm I'm very curious to see how the Warriors Celtics game goes yeah. because the Celtics do match up with the they Warriors beat the well. Shit out of the Warriors, kind of a lot actually in regular season games. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I I I gotta say there is there is one main factor that that makes me not too excited about the Bucks. Is it Coach Bud? Well, it's kind of Coach Bud, because actually I watched him during that war. Even the way Coach Bud dresses has started to bother me. <laughs> he just, he just like, he looks too, it's not even divorced. Like, divorced, <laughs> he'd have, like, more effort. He'd be, like, trying so hard. He seems laid off. Yeah, well, I've I've explained the I've explained this before, right? Where Coach Bud feels like the kids in the hall sketch where the guy grew a beard on vacation and it took over his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and he, this happened to him because he was at an Usher concert, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, the rest of the East, I'm like the Heat, yeah, like they're good, but like they're they don't have like I love I love Kyle Lowry and I love Jimmy Butler and I love mm-hmm. Bam, but like none of those guys feel like a guy who takes over a playoff series to me anymore. Like I love Jimmy, it was cool he did oh, it in the yeah. bubble, but I don't feel that anymore about Jimmy or well, Kyle. That's, that's or what Tyler Bam. Heroes for exactly, buddy. and th- but that's the problem. No, I don't that well. <laughs> See, now I'm looking at this Bucks depth chart and I'm like, oh, look at all these guys I love, like Serge Ibaka and Wesley Matthews. Uh And like, I know Wesley Matthews is limited, but I'm just like, oh, he's so tough. George Hill. Like, I always want George Hill on the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's there's a big factor and his name is Grayson Allen. The the terrible karma Mm -hmm. of Grayson Allen. I know. I, know. I just I just feel like he's going to eat shit in an important moment. I I mean, he's had he unfortunately, Sean, we are victims of him being really good in an important moment. The one important moment in his career so far, though, it's the problem. What was that? I mean, I have seen when him he hit all those threes, points. when he hit all those threes to eliminate the Warriors uh, in the oh, play in, game and, last oh. year. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did. I was the uh, I, the plan's not real to me. Really, I, I get it. I'm just saying, like, I don't trust Grayson Allen either. But to me, like, I hate him. To say he's on, that's gonna win the East, very kind of obviously right now. <laughs> I just, I, I, I believe in heat culture, man. I look, the power of body shaming is incredible. Um, but let's talk about the Celtics real quick, I guess, because they're the other big story, and they're the big story in the East right now. Um, Sean, do you believe? In the power of Robert Williams, the new oh. greatest defender of all time. <laughs> I mean, I actually, let me tell you something I hate about mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics. Sure. <laughs> uh, Jason Tatum just being legitimately very good. I know, I hate it too. Um, I just don't, look, they, getting Derek White was good. Mm-hmm. But, like, look at this depth chart. <laughs> We've got Marcus Smart, good, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Three mm-hmm. for three. Mm-hmm. Robert Williams the third. You know what? He's I'm, been really good. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I'm buying in. I think I think he's real, actually. I think Time I'm, I think time Lord is real. I think the starting lineup's good. Al Horford, yeah. 35, but, like, playing forward with these guys, like... Some at the David West phase of his career, mm-hmm. and then we got Derek White, like yep. legitimately good backup mm-hmm. guard. Peyton Pritchard, good player. Uh, See, that's that's where you start to lose me. You got <laughs> we got Pritchard, uh-huh. we got Grant Williams, good. We got I Daniel think Tice good too. Uh, the rest of the team, I think, stinks. We got but... Nick Stauskas on this team, uh-huh. Joey. <laughs> we got Luke Cornett. You know what we got? We got too many white guys, Joey. <laughs> I don't even know who Sam Hauser is. Oh, he's really white. Oh, he's like 2002 Central Florida white, too. Joey, look at look at what Sam Hauser looks like. Just look at I saw him play in Summer League, dude. I know exactly what he looks oh like. Oh, my God, dude. He's like, oh, God, he, he could be like, like, he's not going to choose between rap and rock. Let me just say that. I mean, he's not playing. He's a G League player, Sean. He's not playing for the Celtics. I know, but it's just like, <laughs> it's not the best group of guys after the top five. Uh-huh. I mean, I think Pritchard is a real player. I think Grant Williams is a real player. That gives them seven guys. Well, here's here's what I will say, too. There's something magical about an African-American coach in Boston that everybody wanted fired and talked <laughs> shit about. Like that has been that has been uh, a recipe the for success. Their success the secret to their time. success is just throwing it in the face of a racist fan base. Yeah, yeah. So so that factor, okay, and that makes me believe in the Celtics a little more. But I do think I'm I'm just gonna say it. 19-year-old Jason Tatum is about to make capital T, capital L, the leap. <laughs> and He's you know 24 what? now, Sean. Joey, I've eaten soup for lunch in two consecutive days. I'm all in. Well, oh wait, all that. I believe we should ban the DH long putters, extra points, the NIT, and pickoff throws. You really want to know what I believe? Yes. I believe in the four point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I- 
All right, I missed it earlier when you were talking about Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo. Oh yeah, could I give pause. you pause? You just kept talking. You have to know, Sean. You're right. You're right. His name comes up. <laughs> could I? Uh, could I tell you something interesting about the four point line, though? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a man today who qualified for the Big Three Combine mm-hmm. due to his proficiency sinking four point shots in a workout. Who was he? Delonte West. Oh, good for him. Dude. He's gonna be in the big three That's this summer. Awesome. Lock it Fuck in. Yes. I love it. I love it. That rocks. Yeah. Um, he's gonna rule. All right. Uh, very into that. All right. Okay. Now let's talk West, Sean. Yeah, there's no one so else like who are your well, like, real East contenders? Who could you see making East? The Heat, obviously. The Heat, the Bucks, the, the Nets. Nets. That's it. That's it. For me, I think it's just the Bucks. Honestly. Wow. I just the I Nets just, are like I I love the Nets. I'm like no, I don't love the Nets, but like I understand <laughs> why people think the Nets are like a real contender. But like yeah, because they have Kevin Durant, right? But they're gonna have to play a billion games on the road That's, and a playing game. Yeah, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little tiring. <laughs> and uh, look, when Ted Cruz <laughs> makes a Senate resolution forcing the Brooklyn Nets, uh, no, no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> The Cavs, I think, are going to drop into the plan. Nothing against, nothing against them. Raptors are fun. fun. There's a lot of a lot of these teams are fun. fun. Um, I think we would be best served if, and again, no disrespect to those teams and those fan bases, but we really need the Nets to jump the Raptors and jump the Cavs and be the sixth seed and play the Sixers in round one. Uh That's what America needs because the Sixers aren't getting past round two. No. I mean, look, I think the Sixers might drop to, like, four or five, uh-huh. and then it's going to be, like, real weird, because um, it'll be, like, the Sixers and the Bulls. Uh-huh. Um, and, look, no disrespect to the Bulls either. I like, like great the Bulls year. fun team. I just don't see it. I just think it's going to be fun. Like, But the most fun, I think, is, like, oh, one, one other question, Joey. I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why are the Hawks so shitty? I don't know, man. I, it doesn't well, make any I sense to me. Have, I have a theory on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think in general, this is like, oh, yeah, once you're good, you're like oh, yeah. good forever. <laughs> and like, no, like speaking from my own experience, like the Warriors made the playoffs, upset the Nuggets, lost to the Spurs, and then lost in round one. Mm-hmm. To the cl- the Clippers the next year and then the year after were really good. Like I just think sometimes it with younger teams there is a certain amount of losing to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, and it's not like they're that bad. I mean, they're five hundred. They've had some in. There's some weird shit going, but I also don't think it helps that like. They spent the entire summer shopping their second best player for no. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that like was John weird. Collins is constantly in trade rumors. Even though they just awesome. ex- even though they just <laughs> extended yeah. him. Yeah. They almost apparently almost traded him again for Ben Simmons. Like oh. I mean, it's it is weird that like that I feel like they're also getting something that happened to the Sixers as well. When it's like when you've had a couple of kind of tank years in a row where everyone's tradable, mm-hmm. even though 
everybody's under contract. Like, like they extended everybody, and yet that actually gave them less job security. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah. I just I still believe in the Hawks long term. Like to me, this is just like I don't know. This is what happens. Like the Cavs will probably be the tenth seed next year. You know, right, what I right, mean? right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Um, and I think I actually think that if Cleveland gets past. By Toronto or Brooklyn, uh, I th- I think Atlanta actually can probably win out into the eight seed. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't bet against Trey Young, but we'll yeah. see. Um, That's boring. I'm sorry. The the negotiating the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right, let's talk about Western. The West. Okay, so you you have one. You have two teams, three teams in the East as real contenders. I think there's. I think there's three real contenders. I think it. I think like it's a tough road for the Nets, but I just it's hard to. All right. It's well, hard to write off. Who these are guys. your real contenders? In- uh, there's three. I I you know and. <sighs> I guess I don't really believe in Memphis's defense. Mm-hmm. So there's two. I actually believe in their defense. What I worry about with Memphis, and I'm gonna say they're a contender because, uh huh. But I, what I don't believe in is their offense. Uh, like they're amazing in transition, but like if you get them in the half court offense, they struggle. That is my. And and to me, it's like, you know, they could have uh, taking nothing away from their season and coolness. But if Draymond Green had missed like half the time he missed, they'd be like five games behind the Warriors right now. I mean, I don't I don't want to play that. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying like I. Well, look, I mean, they've beaten the Warriors in a bunch of important games, and they match up They're probably very well against them, them later this week. Um, yeah, but like, I could also see them losing to the Mavericks or the Nuggets mm-hmm. at the same time. That's oh, well, that is so okay. If it's not the Grizzlies, it's the Suns, the Warriors. Who's your third one? No, there's only two. I, I think oh, there's two. Mm, interesting. I don't. I don't believe in the Jazz. The Mavericks could certainly. Beat somebody, they're not going to the finals. The Nuggets aren't going to the finals. The Wolves aren't going to the finals. I guess maybe the Clippers aren't going to the finals. Like, it's... I I think there's a distinct top three. Mm -hmm. And I just... I don't believe in Memphis as much, I guess. I I mean, obviously the real ones are Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies. Yeah. I I think there's a real outside shot at... Eh, I mean, I just I can't see it for three rounds. Like, like again, I could see each of them winning one round, and in fact, winning a round against the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. or the Memphis Grizzlies. But I just the Mavs just have so little. I mean, Jamal Murray is playing with the G League right now. Okay, well that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, he's inching closer to his return. Are either the Clippers or I, I, I just don't know what's going on with Kawhi and Paul George. Mm-hmm. I think Kawhi was like on the court working out. Oh, but Norman Powell is like in a boot too. Oof. And then oh, Michael no, he took Porter his boot off Jr. today. Congratulations, Norman Powell. 
um, is coming back too, right? Who's coming back? Michael Porter Michael Jr.? Michael Porter Jr. Um, I mean, look, if those guys are all back, I just... Yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting team because there's... Look, I... I believe I don't have any objectivity when it comes to the Denver Nuggets. I find them delightful. Yeah. I love Monty Morris. Uh, I was talking myself into Jeff Green. Mm-hmm. You know how I have traditionally felt about um, Jeff Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, again, like, look, it's hard. Like, I'm not rooting against Jeff Green, but I'm just like. Boy, it's rough to rely on Jeff Green. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is the? I clicked on this thing to get an update, <laughs> and there the GM just said it's up to them. We're going to clear <laughs> them at some point in the not too distant future, and then they have to determine when and if that's the worst update I've ever seen. Oh, Anyways, also they have Bones Dam Highland. Yeah. So like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. I believe it. Oh, look, the Mavs, I just think. That's who we need to talk about here. Is yeah. who we really need to talk about. Okay, so the Dallas Do you believe Mavericks. in them more than the Yeah, I do. Yeah, right? Okay. Look, it just it's just like, okay, well, you know how I feel about Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Mike Conley's going to get hurt. I'm sorry. But they just, like, they don't quite have the same team they used to. And you can, you can get to... Um, you can, you can, you can, like, like the Clippers shredded them with not really that great a team mm-hmm. last year, and I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know why things would be any different for Utah this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like what changed exactly from what's happened? What always happens? I'll tell you. Like they it's... don't have Joe. They have fewer. <laughs> Players. Yeah, they have, they have less cool players. Um, I'll tell you one thing that's going to change. Uh-huh. Uh, whichever shitty team hires Quinn Snyder, is their record will change next year. Right, because uh, he, he is going to get fired. <laughs> Don Vigil may or may not try to force a trade. But, um, you know, and actually, I like Trent Forrest, that, that backup <laughs> guard they have, Trent Forrest. Um but uh, I, I just it like like okay. So last year they couldn't guard Quinn Snyder coach the Knicks challenge. That's what oh my I... god, that would be great. <laughs> That's the best match. That is the best match. That's absolutely what needs to happen this summer. Look, there uh-huh. are two things that need to happen this summer, Sean. Quinn Snyder coaching the Knicks, Pat Riley style. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. And. The Golden State Warriors trading Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, like like the Jazz, I guess Conley and Mitchell were hurt last year. Uh, and that's why they couldn't guard anyone on the perimeter. I don't really think that's going to change. Like it's, well, did Mike Conley get younger? Alexander Walker? Also, their backcourt is two six-foot guards. <laughs> um, all right. We need to move on, though, and talk Mavericks. Because, oh, you're uh, right. Mavs, 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 uh, Mavs, Mavs. Our man, Jason Kidd. Not, he's not our man. That's I'm joking. We hate him. Look, uh, I, But I, he really turned the defense around. Look, I, I honestly, 
I'm not a fan of him as a person. I thought he got a little bit of a bad rap as a coach. Now, was that because he sort of overdid his power and then yeah, he kept made making it crazy. behind the scenes power plays for no reason? Yes, that's exactly. Well, what he wasn't making power plays in Milwaukee. He made power plays to get there. Well, in in uh, Brooklyn, he certainly made a bunch of weird power plays that yeah, failed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just he should have been. I don't know. Like I, I just think. I guess I'm not. I'm. Not in on him as a person, obviously. Yeah. He seems like a bad real person. weirdo. Yeah, weird bad um, person. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a weird bad person. Yeah. And we hate Mark Cuban, also a weird bad right. person. But definitively smart about basketball. And I do believe that a guy who's like, I mean, how old is Jason Kidd? Like, I'm trying to think of how 50s, old Jason right? Kidd is. Uh, yeah, he's like 50 years old, but I could, I could see like a guy, he's 48, dude. He's 48. Um, yeah. I could just see a guy who went immediately into coaching, um, after being a player. And then I just think it's very possible that he has learned to treat people better. No. I just think, I just think like 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 you probably shouldn't immediately go into uh becoming a coach like I the mean, minute you stop playing. Sure. Anyway, anyway, he he seems look, and he made a leadership council, and that's that's a that's, guaranteed path. What I actually want to talk about is like how much of the Mavericks being good since the trade deadline are um them actually being good or them just not having to deal with Chris Tapps Porzingis anymore. Well, I think I think actually our friend Kelly Dwyer made a great point in his newsletter, The Second Arrangement. Uh, everybody should subscribe to that. Um, where he just talked about how a guy like Luka Doncic actually is better with predictable role players. Mm-hmm. So like obviously Spencer Dinwiddie has a much lower ceiling. Mm-hmm. Than, uh, than, than like Kristaps Porzingis, but he's like more consistent. And even the same thing with Davis Bertans, who is like clearly not going to hit a top level, but Luca is so kind of individually transcendent. He just needs guys to like do their jobs. I actually have a hot take though. Oh yeah, um, go for which it. Which is uh, Maxi Kleber is better than. Kristaps Porzingis at like everything but being tall. Like he's like the same guy, but like tries hard. He's like six like, eight. Oh, he's yeah. yeah he's actually yeah. I mean, I guess he's four inches he's shorter. Not seven four or whatever. He also like, probably weighs more. But he's um, like awesome at defense, and he tries really hard, like Porzingis did when he was a rookie. Like um, then uh, anyway. That's my. That's why I think the Mavs are better. They've unlocked Maxi Kleba. Anyway, uh. Look, I could see Luca getting real hot, like a like a hot goalie in a uh, uh, NHL playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Kawhi sort of did. I just I just think right now, um, I can't see a scenario where he isn't just going to be exhausted by like the conference finals, though, because their path to winning is him like going off every game. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's fair. He's a young man. He's twenty. It just turned twenty three, like, and he's awesome. Like, he's he's a he's a powerhouse. Um, 
I just think it's really hard to I don't know if they have like quite enough mm-hmm. help. All right, and let's, but, ta- let's talk Lakers real quick. Okay. Uh, are they going to lose in the play-in game, or are they going to get to the first-round series and lose to the Suns? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 my my answer is the same as what uh, our friend Julian Rodriguez at Juice Manji on Twitter said. Whatever LeBron thinks will get Rob Polinka fired. <laughs> because he, he – I'm going to bring this up. He's definitely uh, trying to get him fired in a in a Twitter space. The the they should just call it Laker Nation spaces. <laughs> That's the main thing. I mean, it's it's like people complaining about the Lakers, and then, and then weird people to... saying like, "This is why you can't trust women." Like that's <laughs> those are that's... the two. There are two Twitter spaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why women are troubled and what's wrong with the Lakers? That's the only two things. Often there's a lot of crossover between the participants. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um. But uh. So there was a story today. Like, what is the point of this? Chris Haynes just confirmed that LeBron in the front office wanted DeMar first, but the front office not wanting to give DeMar a three-year deal to open up space in 2023 made them pivot to Russ instead. So they want – so LeBron and the front office wanted DeMar, but then the front office didn't want DeMar. Uh-huh. So this coincidentally is a story coming out six months later? Uh-huh. That just happens to be very flattering to LeBron James. Uh-huh. Weird. Why would that come out right now, Joey? I don't know, Sean. I mean, I would. Would it be to discredit the front office? Sorry, from was... an Access journalist. So you, your contenders. Your list is three Bucks. deep, four deep. No, I mean, my how many teams real in the league? Contenders: Bucks, yeah. Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors. And then, like, a weird, the Mavs, Nuggets, Nets are, like, all the same thing to me, where it's like, I could see it, I don't think it's gonna happen, but Clippers, I guess I could all... Yeah, but they're gonna, ha- they're gonna have to play in. They're not cashing the Nugs. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those are my real... And the Grizzlies, to me, I worry about. I love the Grizzlies. Um, but... Again, I worry about their ability to create offense in the half court in a playoff series um, yeah. against a good defense, which they wouldn't have to see until like the second. Or it would take them a while, yeah. <laughs> and this is this is assuming that uh, like Draymond Green's actually healthy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. if Draymond Green's not healthy, the Warriors are not a real contender. No, no it's the Suns and Bucks again. Honestly, probably. Look, look, you you don't discount heat culture, Joey. And I have the shirtless photos of Markeith Morris wearing a neck brace to prove it. Right? right. Do you think they were still making him take take the yes, shirtless photos, even were, rehabbing? Yeah, psychos. I think they were too. They're like, yeah, let's see how that whiplash, <laughs> what that did to your gut. Um, <laughs> it's what Pat Riley loves. All right. Sean, uh, I just want to say before we leave, uh, Congrats to Bismack Biombo, who's donating his entire salary to build a hospital in the Congo. Yeah, that's rules, cool. Dude. That guy's cool. Uh, I love Bismack Biombo. All Happy right. Um, Sean, where 
can our listeners see you do stand up or read your writing or Oh, well that's a that's good. Um, that's at goldenstateofmind.com. You can read uh I kind of detail some of Grandma Green's media feuds. Mm-hmm. He's uh currently he's feuding. He's currently feuding with Anthony Slater and uh I'm glad you convinced me that uh Josh Duhamel is technically a member of the media because he did play a uh, sports producer in the movie where he and Katherine Heigl have to adopt a baby. <laughs> Other than that, he's mainly like a Transformers reporter, uh-huh. I think. He's technically a, a member of the media. Anyway, uh, and then uh, I think my next show is at Three Disciples Brewing in uh, in uh, Santa Santa Rosa, California. But I'll be I'll be around the bay. Uh, great. And then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on 321.14, let's do a classic one here. I tweeted, think I broke my toe while blacklight scorpion hunting in my backyard. (laughs) Do not kick a brick wall, even if a scorpion is on it, attacking you. Attacking you. Sean, you're getting you're getting some time off from the song. Yeah. Uh, Uh. What song would you like? What what classic classic replay do you want us to play? You know, we were talking about Luka Doncic. Uh, here's a song that's a tribute to Luka Doncic and all the European players that came before him. It's called Slovenian Pie. Great. Um, that is playing under us right now. Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Um, let's all Uncle Drew's being benched. <laughs> A long, long time ago I can still remember When his passes used to make me cry And I knew if the Hawks were daft I could steal him in the draft Sure, maybe we'd be crappy for a while But our players shattered like cheap pottery we're headed straight for the lottery Gaping holes on the roster We needed one more prospect But the Nuggets game was often tied When Luka's free throw went just wide Then Jokic drove from the right side The day that Luka cried so bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Kibanisa. Sometimes there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Did you write the scouting report and did you think Vlade could play this sport? If Jerry West tells you so. And do you believe in the pick and roll? Can a Euro take it to the hole? And can you teach me how to scout in Kosovo? Well, I know you love Luka Doncic because your favorite player's Petrovic. You wear Tony Parker shoes 
And you thought Jerry Welsh couldn't lose Ooh, I love Tony Kukoc, Sean the Bulls And any last names were seven syllables But the Serbian was a handful The day Luka Doncic cried I started singing bye bye Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmurska Kibanisa. Come to cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Now for 20 years, we have had our dirt. Though Pavel Podkolzin didn't work. Shouldn't have picked him. At 20. While we pulled for Ronnie's Cycle the club DJ version of Spike Lee, who didn't care for Andrea Bagnani. But when the Nuggets drafted Skeeter High, the Euro well was running dry. Nicola's tea sucked ass. Worse than Ephthemius Renzi, as you know, Bruno Sundov was a slob. The Mavs got nothing from Uwe Blob, and I saw the clip from Worldwide Wob the day that Luca cried. We were singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmurska Kibanisa, there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Potapenko, Slava Medvedenko, Hall Pass for Andre Kirilenko. Primo's basic stock was falling fast. Marseille's Lampe never made it. Boris Diaw had to get traded. Sergei Karolov got drafted last. Well, Mehmet Oker got real paid. AK-47 kept getting laid. Kirapa and Onia were blazers. And no Greeks ever used razors. Woo! Then Manu won sixth man of the year. And Fran Vasquez disappeared. Then Darko bled piercing his ear the day that Luca cried. We started singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmurska Kibanisa. Sometimes there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. Kevin Seraphine faded away. Hair plugs got Evan Fournier. Fran Freshilla left the USA. Johan Petra wasn't nimble, wasn't quick, couldn't jump over a candlestick. Jan Vaselli proved he wasn't gay. Oh, and while the Greek freak made a splash, Bagnani wasted Dolan's cash, no angel born in hell. Could convince that Satan to sell. Ooh, Clint Capella dove to the hoop while Jakob Pertle joined Pop's troop and Dwight Powell's defense was pure puke the day that Luca 
cried. He was singing bye bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Kibben. He says there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. I met a guy who scouted film, and I asked what was wrong with him, but he just yelled about the WNBA. I went to the Euro League, the one place left for Marcus Teague, but the coach there said that Marcus didn't play. And still they went in the top ten. Mario Hazonia and Alex Len, Lithuanian stiffs were taken, college seniors were forsaken. And the three men I admire so, Nate Duncan, Danny, and Zach Lowe, they made up fake trades for Gallo the day that Luca cried. And they were singing bye-bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Gibbonisa, and there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. This is where your playoff hopes die. They were singing Bye-bye, Miss Slovenian pie. It's called Prickmerska Gibbonisa, and there's cabbage inside. If you eat too much, it will go straight to your thighs. And Luca, this is where your playoff hopes die. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.